Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio, your host, as always. Tonight, Crashing Game Night with us is Insomniac Community Manager, Aaron Espinoza. Woo! Hello. And as always, our version of Wannabe Ratchet, the Beanied One, Gerard Barrera. Welcome to the cage. How's it going, everyone? God. Thank you for thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for viewing. Thank the you. Cage. Ju- thank you for cage. being. <laughs> What's up, guys? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and, then <laughs> and we got the baby face one, our clank, Theo Walski. Oh, oh I'm God. clank. No, I think clank. that's switch. I should be ratchet and Jerry should be clank. Thank you very much. Oh, that's I'm down with the clank. He's I mean, funny. And, and I yeah, like clank. clank's funnier. Clank's definitely funny. I do like, so, I do like Clank. Clank has a very good delivery, like on the joke. He does. Oh yeah, he has David a good sarcasm. Kane, it's the best it. laugh too. The best laugh. <laughs> Scooby doing laugh, true. you know? <laughs> so good, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, oh. I'm totally down being an inventor. I like that's like dream job. Or should I just call him? Do- or should we just call Jerry Doctor Nefarious? Hmm. <laughs> mm. You don't want to be nefarious? <laughs> yeah, not really. I, I like Link, man. I mean, if, if if Jerry is nefarious, Matt is Captain Quark. <laughs> mm. <Okay>. Wow. <laughs> I'll take nefarious. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. What's with this Quark? I, I will not take this Quark slander. I will not take it. No. I, 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 oh. So, uh, yeah, he has a good arc, okay? He went from, from yeah. being that dude to... Ratchet saying he's a good guy and that he yeah. believes and he's here. There, but then he plummeted a little bit, before. and then he's he's got a roller coaster you know, of a career. He's, <laughs> he's he's real. I think we've all been there. We, we've all had that's had true. Our yeah, I, mean, I haven't yet had that moment where I'm in my whitey tidies on the regular, but I, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that time. <laughs> Don't we all own a crotchetizer? I mean, come on. <laughs> 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 I've had a I've had, I've had a time. I've had a <laughs> so, oh I'm not gonna lie, bro. Aaron, how you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. This is uh, the roommate. The roommate and I had to have a talk. <laughs> or the, oh, or he, you received the talk? Like it was like, hey, bro, you're on the receiving end. It remember, wasn't quite back and forth. Remember, I might have to edit some of this. Anyways, Aaron, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. We've been yeah we've been trying to make this happen for a while now. Glad we yes. finally get you on, and you know, life is life. We won't get into that. And, yeah, but but overall, so happy. It, thank you for joining. You know, you. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing now? That you can go back to work, like in the office. Oh man, uh, it's all very exciting. Um, I know that's a generic answer, but like truly for me, uh, look, this shrine of Insomniac behind me uh, <laughs> has existed before I, I joined Insomniac. I've, I've been a big fan of the studio forever. Mm-hmm. Since I was a kid. Since I, I, you know, Spiral, Spiral the Dragon is my first Insomniac game. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and nice. so I've good. And my my wife, <laughs> my wife in the car exactly. today, when I said we were having you on, she's like, well, just tell them Spyro is the best game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she is. She's a huge fan. The, those yes. games hold up very well. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I still, Even the humor in them standing yeah, behind, up still. Behind me right here is the original ps1 and i pop it into this tv behind me and and i still pop in the original spyro and Sweet. Uh, and, 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 and no disrespect to the to the to the to the remakes to so the remasters that they made activision which are very good by the way yes. but i i would i prefer to play these the original ones it's just there's so much 
there's a charm to like the old polygonal yeah. graphics and stuff. Absolutely. I just love it so much. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, thank, thank her for, for, for playing. And, and you know, I know, I, know oh, yeah, I wasn't working at Insomniac at that point yeah. in time, but it is, it is part of our legacy. No, she is, she's an absolute Spyro fan. She, she loves Spyro and, and whatnot. Nice. And, um, but yeah, cause I know for you, right. You, you started pan, like pretty much at the beginning of pandemic, right? So you've been work at home almost this whole time, right? I started la- a year ago. It's I'm just, okay, I'm so just a little over a year, year now. So about halfway yeah. through the pandemic. Um, and I, I, it, it, a year went by and I still didn't go to the office. And my first time at the office was, uh, I think February of this year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and I remember driving to Burbank from long beach and just <laughs> giddy from excitement. Like I get to see not, not only <laughs> your place where the history of my job is and the history of like my, my youth is, but like the new version of that, you know, cause mm-hmm. there's a new revamp studio. They, they, they redid it. And I walked in and just like, I, I teared up. It was like one of those moments of, of um pure joy it, you made yeah. it like yeah you, you, it, you made the promised land like it's there yeah it, it's so fascinating and, and and maybe we go into this later but uh you know at the jobs that, I, that i've worked in you know i've done pr most of the time most of yeah. my career and so a lot of the pr work at for an agency it's a lot of like you you, you do a campaign for you know set amount of time once you're done with that game it's on to the next one and you're done and the mm. studio they were working with or the company you're working with says, all right, bye, we'll contact you when we need you again. And then you uh-huh. really never hear from them again because, you know, things shuffle around and you move around or whatever. So Insomniac, is very, it was very weird because, um, you know, we launched Ratchet, and, and which is great. And, uh, and in a way, I always kind of felt like I was going to leave that studio within a year. Um, really? You didn't think you were going to stay? No, and and, and not, not because I, I, wa- I wanted to leave or, or because I was going to get fired or anything. It's just the nature of After my, the job my career was done, history. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. the nature of my my career definitely has instilled that idea of like, okay, once you're done with this, you're gone, you're out of here. And then project I was pleasantly project. surprised. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised that I, I got to stay. Not you know, unsurprisingly, I got to stay. But just the, <laughs> the 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 mind rework of like, oh no, I work at a place that I'm here forever, and I here I want yeah. to be here forever. Um, so yeah, so be, you know, being able to walk to the studio for the first time was just this real moment of like, okay, yeah, this is this is definitely permanent. Like this is I'm I'm here for the long haul. Oh, that's, I'm here. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah. great, dude. So I mean, we can actually kind of jump into out of order a little bit, but so with that, right? You being a longtime Insomniac fan, what may what was it about moving from doing PR, which you had done for a while, and then moving to being a community manager that just made that your dream job aside from it being well insomniac <laughs> yeah i mean you know i, I guess is that, is that question more rem, like rem, like focus on the profession like going from pr to community both. Uh, i mean both what made yeah. but what made going to insomniac outside of it being your favorite studio with mm-hmm. ratchet and all that what made that your dream like a dream job uh you know a lot of pr is and i enjoyed doing pr i, I loved it but a lot of it was definitely um, tailoring messaging and tailoring like uh, communication to press people. Mm-hmm. And, right. and, I, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I love, I have a lot of friends who are impressed. I love talking to the press. I, I love that, that side of it, but um, you know, it's just kind of like, it was like this added step of like going from us to press to fans. And then I, I wanted to always go to fans directly because I'm a, I'm someone who plays games all the time. I love games. I love video games. I've loved them for all my life. And I know how to, talk about them and how to speak to to that group 
it's, and I've it's better when you to, get it from the source. Yeah, and I've always wanted to speak to the fans. And, and you know, adding the Sonic element to this is I've always been a big fan of the studio, so I've always been in the community. And I've always seen how great and how just welcoming this mm-hmm. community is. And so I've always wanted to interface with fans who really love uh, the games that people make. And, and what's really cool, and a little self-servingly here, is when you are in PR, um, a lot of the stuff that you do communicate to people are never your own words, uh, or at least they're your words, but it's told to somebody else. So usually I will give somebody, you know, the talking points and he- here's mm-hmm. what you can say, uh, ABC, XYZ, like stick to the script. Um, with community management, a lot of that stuff is me. It's, it's my voice. It's me putting it through the oh, insomniac nice. channels. It's me being able to communicate to fans as me. <clears throat> I don't, I don't have to tell executive, you know, high ranking executive say these mm-hmm. things and these you're good to go. No, it's, it's, it's all me all the time now. So oh, I take credit oh, for my nice. words. There you yeah. go. Cool. So with being a community manager, I was wondering, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that don't actually know what a community manager does aside from just you interfacing through Twitter or something like that. So what is the responsibilities of a community manager, especially with like Insomniac? Um, you know, I, I think that definition varies from company to company and at Insomniac, uh, you know, it, it could even sort of vary between us too, but um, I, I think the core word is community and thinking about what that can mean, right? So a lot of people usually look at that and say, oh, that's just people who play your games. That's com- that's your online community of players. Uh, but community in me is anyone who encompasses that culture and that uh, the stuff that we make. So that that's that's fans. That's people who play our stuff. Uh, those are the, 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 the developers who make our games. So that includes the people who work at Insomniac. Um, that includes... Uh, uh, people who maybe aren't fans of the studio, but know about our games and play our games, you know, I, for lack of a better term, the, the casual players, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes they're not aware of who the people are who make games. They just know there's a game. I buy it. I like it. That's it. <laughs> um, uh, it could be press. It could be, you know, it, basically to me, um, it is anyone who could be a friend of the studio. And I, and I know that sounds really corny and, and very cheesy, but um, anyone who talks with us, um, you know, it's it's my job to inter- to relay information to them, let them know what we're doing, let them know how, how we're doing. When we have something new, uh, you know, we put in front of them and say, hey, look, check this thing out. Tell us what you think. And it's getting a lot of that feedback. You know, like mm-hmm. if people like something, you know, I let the team know and the team gets to listen to all the amazing stuff <laughs> that uh, people get to say. Or if there's something that, that isn't amazing, right? Like maybe there's something we can do better. Uh, I'll let the team know like, hey, this is something that maybe they want to see or this is something we can do better. So it's, it's being a community manager, it is, uh, there's so many things about it, but it's ultimately, you know, in the simplistic ways, it's talking to, talking to anybody who, who plays our stuff. And, that's and awesome, getting feedback dude. from them yeah, and letting them know what it's, it, that wasn't corny at all, dude. Like it's, no, I love, I love that it's that <laughs> sense of community. It's, yeah. that's important. I love that. I definitely feel like it is it it kind of it makes it feel like that there is a voice being heard in all different levels and then just really yeah. making it truly a community where it's a collaboration across all activity whether it be simply playing or putting in ideas for developments or or anything like that and just really communicating that feedback and that back and forth to really put out something awesome. Yeah. And, and it's having this dialogue. That's just so much fun. Like mm-hmm. um, we have fans who are very passionate and some fans, you know, who are very critical of the things that we do. And and it's good to, to have those fans. It's good to have everybody uh, say something because, you know, that's how we, we, we're not complacent. We're always looking for, for ways that we can get mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. and, uh, and getting feedback wherever we can is very valuable, incredibly valuable. <laughs> um, 
And, and, I, and I appreciate whenever someone is honest with us and says, hey, you know, I wish you guys would, would do this a little better. Maybe I didn't like this aspect of this game. And, and mm-hmm. you know, even people right. go like, oh, look at your history. Like you did, you did this a little bit better in those old games. Like, can you know, can, can you bring it? It's still constructive up? though. It's not like just trying to poop on your parade. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's all, all of that stuff is crucial to what we do. And, and, and not, not, not that I want to bring this debate up, uh, but, you know, people always ask, you say something to the effect of like, you know, game community managers aren't game devs. And it's like, well, <laughs> you know, we, we definitely have a lot of input in the game and the products that we make. And we definitely have, you know, a say in, in, an influence on, on what gets added or what doesn't. And I'm going to say, know, like, I would, th- I would think with community managers, like, since you're so, you have that open communication with both sides, especially in with the devs, I would think that you'd certainly take a lot from them as well and learn a lot of things. So you'd know a lot of insider things. But the devs on the aren't development very side. Open, so most of the time, the devs aren't open-minded, are they? Or are they kind of stubborn? Uh, I mean, it varies from place to place. It depends right? on the Some, dev. It, yeah, it depends I, on the dev. Yeah. Which you look like? I'm, I'm, I'm one of those devs. Like, if you if you hit me on the wrong day, uh, <laughs> I'm like, don't give me more work. Just accept oh, what okay. I just gave you <laughs> okay. and but, deal with it. <laughs> but you're an but you're an Excel nerd, though. I mean, True. that's. <laughs> I mean, to to answer the question though, like as it pertains to Insomniac, like one of our core beliefs is that uh, inspiration for. Uh, you know, inspiration just for game development and ideas can come from anywhere. And so I think a lot of us are very open-minded about, um, you know, uh, implementing new ideas or implementing concepts that someone has, because, you know, who knows, uh, it could be something really, really, really good and really good and really fun to implement to a game. And so, Oh, that's awesome. Everyone's um, collaborative. Yeah, it's very collaborative. Uh, we're, we're also very honest is like the other part of that too. Like if we don't think something's going to work and we test it and we have to be real with ourselves, like, okay, this concept doesn't work, but mm. you know, we, we tried it. And and I think that openness is is really important to wh- why our games are so much fun. Like yeah. you know, you jump mm-hmm. into Insomniac game and you know you're going to have a fun time. It's because a lot of the ideas that were implemented were from just having an open mind and being honest with each other. And you guys make the games accessible. That's, I mean, let's look at big thing. let's look at the accessibility options. You know, look at Ratchet and Clank. Let's mm-hmm. you know, and all of that. Oh, it's, yeah. You know, you guys got no, you know that spotlight put on you guys too recently for all the different stuff with, with ratchet and stuff. And then I think that's huge. Um, were, were you guys, te- were, was that technically the, the first PS five game to be accessible? Uh, no, I mean, uh, I our Spider-Man so. games had yeah. a lot of accessibility. Options. Oh, that's right. They did. Um, yeah. yeah. There's a few, that's there's right. a number yeah. of them. There was a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Other studios had them too. Cause I think, um, yep. um I, that, I was so, talking PS five. Uh, oh, in general, like mm. specifically, but, no, even with, but yeah, Spider Man had like yeah, Last of Us Part Two had a lot of accessibility stuff. Yep, oh, that's right. That's something that the, studio, I think though, the but... PlayStation family does really well at with a lot yeah. of the yes. games is accessibility. So I gotta, I gotta ask here that when you when you start with Insomniac and you come into the launch and working on the launch of Ratchet and Clank, what was <laughs> for you? Oh man, oh man. Talking How? about wa- walking on clouds. I mean, was there was <laughs> there was even that? like a single bad day when that happened? Like, uh, like could could you possibly <laughs> frown at all? I, it's so funny. Um, I, 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 if, if I tear up talking about this this aspect of it, I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, I, by all means, it was it's unreal, all right, man. Man, it, it was unreal. I, 
I, I go back and I, and I watch my reaction video to, um, to seeing the Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart uh, trailer a lot. And, um, and that moment was like pure joy. Like it, 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 if you've ever seen happiness in, in personified, like I think that's what it is. And, uh, and it, I, I never thought that a year later, like a year later, I would be launching yep. that game. Like it is unreal. And um, to, to, to have gotten the call back and to be told like, Hey, your first game is going to be a ratchet and, and, and no disrespect to Spider-Man, no disrespect to any other IP, you know, that like resistance it, or anything that we worked on, but like, I would, I that, would that's have, your game. That you is my game. That's your game, bro. Right. Like and ratchet and, and dude, you got to live your dream. That's amazing. That's so yeah. awesome, dude. But what's, what's more poetic about all that is ratchet and clank rift apart was announced exactly a year after or a year before it released. So it, uh, June 11th, oh, so wow. it was Ju- June 11th, 2020 was, and it was announced and June 11th, 20, uh, 21 when it was launched. And so the day that it launched, <clears throat> I just remember going back to my video and being like, did you ever think this was going to happen? Yep. And, and seeing, man, like, wait, I was so nervous that the night before uh, the reviews dropped and uh, seeing the critical response to it. And like Ratchet and Clank, you know, has always been a fun series at, at any rate. I, I'll, I'll tell you right now that no matter what the fans think about like the worst regarded Ratchet game, it's still a whole lot of fun to play. Like that's, sure just, that's the reality. Oh, like, yeah. the, can, can I make a confession? What's up? My first Ratchet game was the one on the PS4 that was like made into a movie. <laughs> And that's, that was the that's, first that's one fine. I actually sat down, played, and finished. Like, I just never really was into Which it. Which is when fine it too, but that's out. all. Huh. But that also speaks a lot to Ratchet and Clank because you can jump into that series at any time. Yeah, yeah and you really not can. necessarily and, need the backstory or but anything. You know and just what's purely bad. love the story. You know what's bad though is that we know one of the producers for the Ratchet Collection when that came out on Vita and PS3. Mm. Yeah. Well, to, to your credit, was, and so, and yeah, I mean, to, to your credit, there is like Ratchet and Clank 2016 w- was made for that purpose. Is for people who who yep. never played it or maybe never gave it a chance to jump back in and, and get a chance to play, you know, a, a retelling of that origin story. And um, and it's a great introduction to Ratchet, I think. And uh, you know, I I, I think that game <laughs> holds up really well today. It looks gorgeous. The PS5 update, 60 FPS, like it looks amazing now um and yeah i mean if you never played ratchet it's a really good place to start and you know it i would i mean personally i was i would always recommend the original game uh 2002 because it's just mm-hmm. what, what you do with ratchet from there it's like you see the through line of improvements that the, each game has made over the course of the years from ratchet one to uh going commando to up your arsenal to deadlock like you get to see this like improvement in quality with every single one and it's 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 just amazing so i mean if you ever get a chance to actually go back and play those games anybody who's listening like you, you never actually played one uh start, start with the original if you can but if you only have modern hardware then go ahead and jump on uh the ps4 well i just freed up room on my vita to reinstall the collection to go back nice. and play it nice so, got one i mean you and i you and i both <laughs> you and i both go back and forth on on twitter with the vitas <laughs> we both have that nice blue vita um get yeah. a red one. <laughs> hey just the fact i got a blue one was one i've hunted i hunted for a while and my wife ended up finding one that was in nice. mint condition perfect for at gamestop used so oh, um but fine. i want to say I, I do want to say this and and jerry can attest this because he's been around my son weighs this but my son loves 
Rift oh, Apart. Yeah. yeah. Like, awesome. Just, I think, putting in that, like, that Ranger mode was such a brilliant idea because my son is four, but he's able mm. to play a good portion of that game on his own without needing help. So and and it really helps like the kids that age to like start picking it up because mm-hmm. even in the next day he was he was even starting to pick it up like yeah like he was getting the the the, the controller and, and like kind of getting the controls down now he's, like it now almost he's graduated like, he, he kind of not he kind of knows how to <laughs> yeah. play he like, he's graduated out of ranger mode but nice. to, so all I can say is to you and the team for that piece thank you. Yeah. from my family to yours is that I think that was an amazing thing to put in there um, because uh, yeah, my son, awesome, my son is at that stage where, I mean, he's, he picks up gaming so well nowadays and just that ratchet and clank was kind of a gateway for mm-hmm. him to yeah. all these other games like that are in the, you know, like Astro and, and Sackboy and stuff like that. Ratchet was his gateway. Nice. I, I'm really happy. To, thanks for sharing that story. First of all, I definitely appreciate that. And, and I'm glad that your family has enjoyed that game and has brought you a lot of joy. I mean, that, that, that really does warm my heart. And I'm not just saying that, like, it, it's cool to hear that people are able to play that game. And it, to me, like, you know, uh, I have a, 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 my partner here. Um, she, you know, she's a huge accessibility advocate and not just that, but approachability advocate. So to hear that the game was very approachable and accessible, mm-hmm. I think is very, very important. Um, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Uh, do you guys, does, does he have a favorite weapon at all? Does, do you know? Like, is he able to... Um, he just hits the button to swap to whatever <laughs> weapon he wants to use. That's um, right. Yeah. Same here. But <laughs> just recap. He does, he, he does like watching me at least use the... Uh, I can't remember the name of the gun, but the one that opens the portals. The, the Rhino 8. The Rhino, the Rhino 8. Oh, because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. because he plays he plays Horizon with me. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll sit and play with it, you know, and watch me play it and stuff. So when the thunder jaw drops in and and all that, he's just like, "Oh my god, it's, it's the Tyrannosaurus Rex," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he just loves seeing all these different things. And honestly, that's my personal favorite. But that's more because I just sat there that when I finally unlocked it, I just sat there and just let just kept opening the portal <laughs> to find out what would fall through. And oh, dude, love all the Easter eggs, eggs oh, that. Love- Loved, the team um, put in there was amazing. I mean, Sly's, you know, Sly's van, Nathan Drake's plane that he crashed into the yeah, tree. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, everything. Dude, the Jeep's um, in there. Daxter. Yeah, but, yeah. Jack and Daxter, which, uh, like, I, I do have to say, that was my first into Insomniac. I love those games. I love Ratchet and Clank. I love Sly. I, that slid into all of those games. And I just have to say, like, you guys... Yes. It's exactly what you said, man. Like they're just so enjoyable. It doesn't really matter mm-hmm. like how old they are. Like you said, you can still hit up the PS2 versions, still have a blast because mm-hmm. you really do hold up. They're that fun, mm-hmm. that much fun. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, you know, sometimes you'll go back and play the first game in a series that you love, like a long-standing series, and you know, sometimes you realize it doesn't really hold up. You know, like and and, and yeah, you're not disgusted and it's by it or disappointing. anything. It's kind of disappointing, though. It definitely can be, but like, uh, it's interesting about Ratchet is like, you know, I go back to it all the time and, and just the platforming and like using the wrench and just like, even just visually, mm-hmm. like artistically, like those games just look Still so good. Still work. Yeah. I love, I love watching it's, the bolts, like these 
big clunky mm-hmm. bolts kind of spinning around and the way ratchet kind of like stretches you know like these really cool animations when he's doing the flips and stuff like it's like oh yep. man this is this holds up so well and uh yeah I, I i love it every every time and the music oh my god like the music mm-hmm. is so good yeah it's iconic yeah i mean to that point it's like i go back to uncharted all the time like uncharted one like speaking of which <laughs> <laughs> you know so I, I was i was playing four just to get a little taste of something different because i was playing horizon a, l- a bit too much <laughs> I beat, beat four in two days <laughs> uncharted four is so good oh i, uh, it, yeah, it I love it i went um, back and played that's a long ago too yeah so Aaron, let me ask you this question since we're, we're talking about the, the gaming and all aspects is so what, you know, what made you decide to do game streaming and how has that benefited you with both your current and your, your past roles in gaming? Yeah. Uh, God, you know, where, where I sounded really humble and nice for the first half of this, I'm going to sound like a massive jerk right now. Um, <laughs> I, I'm very good at games. Let me emphasize that. And look, I'm not a very proudful man about a lot of things that I do. Like for sure. Like I, I don't, I have the worst imposter syndrome. One thing I'll never have imposter syndrome is how good I am at games. And, uh, and what got me to game, <laughs> to game streaming is like, I want to show the world that I'm good at these games. And so, um, I, you know, for a long time, I was, I would always watch YouTubers like do their thing, like watch a bunch of COD montages as a kid growing up. And remember the call of duty, uh, call of duty for modern Warfare for two yep. days, you know, Mama, get the camera. Some throws a knife, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like why am I picturing thing? the scene from Free Guy right now? <laughs> I love, I love it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I, and I've always wanted to, to do that, but I never had a means to do it. And so um, I remember uh, I was in high school or uh, college, and I had I, I did a bunch of like you know computer fixing jobs and I would fix people's computers in my neighborhood and get some money. And eventually I built, I built up enough to buy a capture card and a decent PC. And I started doing that. And, um, you know, I found out that making YouTube videos is kind of a long process that I have yes. no patience for. So streaming <laughs> is the one where you just hit, hit go live and you can just say the thing and it's stored on a VOD on Twitch. And, um, and that's what got me into it. It was, it was being able to show off my skills. But what, what came out of it, though, was community, right? It's a lot of friendships and a lot of uh, people who were like-minded and um, enjoyed playing the games that I played. And I'm, I'm a big Battlefield guy. <laughs> if you guys follow my Twitter, you guys probably know. <laughs> uh, even my lights right now, if you, if you see the colors, it's, it's the 2042 mm-hmm. uh, patterns that I have going off in, uh, in front of me. <laughs> um, and that's what got me into, into, into game streaming was being able to show that game and then being it and what, what had me continue it was fan or the other fans of games that i liked and then you know building a community um and how that's benefited me over the course of time it's like you know insomniac uh has a uh has a live show called insomniac live um and we haven't brought it back yet there are plans to bring it back very soon i'm working on it right now Ooh. Nice. are you letting I'll kevin show you up <laughs> uh, we are uh, we love kevin <laughs> yeah we we're probably bring it back and um the way that it's helped out is just like being able to know what a, how, how to stream right like you know how, 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 how to play a game how to talk to the community while you're playing the game but also just being a host and being able to communicate um just like a streamer like being grounded being at that mm-hmm. level you know I, th- I think if you ever do watch like a, a show hosted by uh, like a game company, it usually feels very like scripted, 
like buttoned mm. up, but not in a not in a good way. Kind of like oh it's man, still like, television. Yeah, it's like what what do you do? Like there's no really relatability here at all. Like where's the where's the where's that part of it? And so like I think I think with me being a part of the Sonic Live crew is like I know how to stream, I know how to do all that stuff, and you know it helps on the technical side. It helps being able to like if something goes wrong, I know exactly how to fix that problem. Um, but also like you know I just know the etiquette and stuff and and how to make it work. Um, as far as like like how it's helped my careers in general, um, man, you know on the PR side at least. Uh, it, it's good to know how a streamer thinks. If you mm. want to do, if you want to read streamers, you got to know, like, you know, you got to be mindful of their schedules. Got to be mindful of like their, their own end goals. Like, what do they want? They just want to play games. They, but they want to get paid. They want to do a lot of stuff. You know, like there's different aspects to every streamer. And so it's definitely getting into the mind of them and, and being able to communicate with them on their level and not, not communicating to them. At, like I'm, I'm pitching IGN.com. Like that's not the way that goes. <laughs> you got to be real with them. You got to be conversational. Yep. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it helps to not only get in their mind, but also like, no, be, be one, right? Like, what, what would I want out of a, out of a, a deal working with, uh, with, with a company, you know, like that's that experience. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's what that brings. Nice. Um, so when you look at getting into your role, right. As community, what is some advice that you would, prov- that you could give to those that are looking to break into the industry, especially as a community manager? Yeah. You know, this question, um, it sounds like it was one of the easiest questions to answer. But it's actually one of the hardest. And, and, and there's a reason why it's because there's no one way to do it. And there's no like correct path. And I, I think everyone always thinks that there's a correct path and there is, especially now, especially right now, like we're in this new, not even new generation. It's been, you know, a decade now where, streamers and, and people who are personalities on Twitter and Twitch and, and YouTube, like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they can be a personality and, and, and they can, they can be communicative and a face of a steel, like they can be that. Right. And it doesn't mean they'll always be successful. It varying results with that every time. But for me, um, and from, from any developer that, that you talk to and ask this question to, I think the one common story and theme you'll hear is uh, persistence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really having a drive to work in games and knowing exactly where you're going to you're going to get into. Um, a lot of people say they want to work in games because they love playing games, and that's that's great and that's fine. But you also have to understand and read up about how games are actually made. Like, what's the process? You know, be realistic with things. Because sometimes, unfortunately, a lot, a lot of people think that if you think of an idea, you can just will it into existence. And yes, you know, if if we all work to develop an idea we can't put into existence, but all that stuff always takes time. It takes energy, it takes resources, mm-hmm. right? You just can't like snap. And then all of a sudden, you know, a feature is in a game within a day or a week. Like, you know, you, you hear these stories sometimes on Twitter, people say like, Oh, just, just add this feature, you know, I'll do it. In right. Two days. Cause that's like, going to be so easy. Right. It's not like right. that. It yeah. Takes, no, it, <laughs> it takes a lot. Anybody of ever looks into dev, like you'll easily find out like adding a button just on Dude. like a web page is easily more than 30 lines of code. If you're trying to do all the aspects that it needs to do. <laughs> so you wouldn't think like, Oh, like just click and drag, put the button there. It's like, Dude, well, I can remember. Have it do? <laughs> okay. That's like us sitting at E3 when you had to do your animation project on the ele- for the elevator. And I was just oh like God. asking you those types of questions. Like, why can't you just do this? And you're like, you looked at me and you want it's like, to it's, it's, like, mm. it's, it's one of those 
Because as soon as, you, as soon as you tell me just do this, like, no, the just is just like, mm, no, get yeah, it. If, no. if he had some, something in throwing distance, like that he could throw <laughs> at me, I would have had it thrown at me because of that. Um, but that was because I didn't simply understand the animation side of the equation and everything that went into it. And after that trip, I was like, holy crap. I mean, these guys do a lot. And then when you see some of the, you know, the videos and stuff that like the team over at Gorilla has been posting, like you gain a very big appreciation for what animators and devs, the long process that it goes through just from seeing just the wire framing to end product. It's, I am not talented enough to do any of that stuff. And I love the work that yeah. all these dev teams do. And I, I will have to say, um, I think Santa Monica Studios did it and uh, a few other studios are starting to do this but they're um they're starting to do diaries like diary videos as um approaching the the launch date so mm. it also it shows you kind of like what what the crew's doing what they're working on but also how much work goes in to all aspects of that of the video game and i found that more interesting and it i found more of an appreciation to where like you know a lot goes into it like you guys said, it, to add a button, <laughs> that's not just click and drag. Like that, it, that's going to take some time. Yeah, and and you know to to go back to the question, you know, like what what it takes to get into my position is having a, a big understanding of of the games industry. It's it's knowing uh, the in, the ins and outs of of uh, game development, but also knowing like. Uh, you know, the community aspect to that too, like how does mm-hmm. feedback, how, you know, where, where, where can you get feedback? Where can you get um, information from outside, you know? And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, for, for advice on, on how to get to where I'm at, um, it's having that persistence to want to actually get to this position and to work there. And I, I know that's not the most helpful advice, but the way that I did it, and I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll go through my career path. I mean, it's, it's, I'll give you the short of it. It's pretty long. Uh, but when I was in high school, I, I wrote for uh, like websites, you know, I, I hmm. did um, reviews, I did previews, I did news. I was a journalist way back then. I started that when I was 11 years old. Wow. Um, and yeah, and then I, I did that all the way through college and I had my own website. I ran it uh, for a period of time. It was called the gaming console network.com. It was a small website, but uh, I was very passionate and we did a bunch of coverage for like E3 for every event. We did a bunch of new stuff, like breaking Sweet. news. Like while I was in class in college, I was like, okay, got to do that. <laughs> um, you know, it was like, it was intense. Nice, dude. And then, you know, I went to school for journalism. Like that's, that's, that's where, that's where that, that took me. And uh, you know, it was very eye opening for me being a journalism major because I realized that every, while, while all I wanted to do was write for, you know, like an IGN.com, Everyone else there wanted to write for CNN or, you know, C-SPAN. And I was like, oh, man, this is not, this is not where I want to be. Like, I don't, I don't want to write po- politics. Like, is this going to be my job? You know, like, I don't want to do that. Um, uh, so eventually I, sw- I switched to PR. Um, but, you know, b- before I, I, get, I get into that, though, I mean, <laughs> I'm going, going back again further because this is really important. This is the most important part of the story. Um, I loved insomniac for since i was a kid i established that already and for as long as i've known people make games i've always wanted to work at that studio mm-hmm. um at this studio and i was i wanted i was persistent in in that like i want to go make games i want to go make the game 
I want to go make the next viral game. Um, and as I grew up and I played Ratchet and I got to know the studio more and I got to know the development team more, like I, uh, I just fell in love with Insomniac over the years. As a kid growing up, I fell in love with everything they've ever, they've ever done. And I, I knew for a fact, like my, my mom knows the name of the studio. And, and that's a big deal because my mom doesn't remember anything about anything I say about games <laughs> ever. Right. But she knows Insomniac. She, she knows that name. And my dad knows that name. And, and my, my partner, for as long as, as I've been with her, like she's known that this has been my goal uh, for forever. And so a lot of my career initiatives has, have always been in insight of being an Insomniac. From writing, you know, when, when I knew uh, community like managing, management existed, I wanted to do that. Um, and a lot of my inspiration was, uh, was James Stevenson there. Um, James Stevenson Insomniac is like the one guy who I've looked up to for years. You know, when I think of, yep. when I think of, uh, 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 who he is to me, he's like the Sonic to my tales. Like, you know, I was always looking up to, to James Stevenson and, um, and I would talk to him and get to know him. And I, I think that's important. Uh, that's important. That that's one piece of advice I have for a lot of people is like, get to know the place you want to work at and, Get to know the people, like network and get, you know, um, let them know who you are. Let them know how passionate you are, because that's, that's what got me into the, into, into the doors here at Insomniac was mm-hmm. they knew I was, I was a big fan. And, um, and in a way I was, I was, I was an offer they could not refuse, you know, <laughs> like they, they had to bring me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so fast forwarding now, it's like a lot of things that I did from being a journalist to switching my career path in PR, like, a lot of that stuff was in service of getting the experience and knowing the industry and, and knowing um, how all this stuff works in, inside of going to Insomniac. When I would apply there and interview there, I can say, hey, I'm a huge fan of your studio and I love you. Don't say that I love you, bro. That's weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, it's also saying I'm, all, I'm a fan, but I'm also professional and I'm also experienced. Like I, I know exactly how the industry works. I know the ins and outs of it. And so, you know, when I was, when I was in that position in my career, where I was like, Hey, I don't want to work at a CNN.com. I want to work in the games industry. Um, but like, I want to just go directly into it. I don't want to go to IGN and then eventually be like, Hey, I got communication experience. Now I can work in, in, in yeah. you know, do that stuff. No, I just, I said, screw it. I'm going to go straight into it. And so I, I did PR work. Um, and I got an internship. I worked at BHI for a little bit. Uh, that's an agency here in Santa Monica. Um, and then I eventually went to deep silver after that. And then I came back, I got the job again at BHI cause I was homesick. I didn't like being in San Francisco. Um, and then eventually, you know, Insomniac posted that, that, that very rare, very hard to spot unicorn of a job listing, which was the senior community manager role. And I applied with nerves and I was scared and I was frightened, but man, it was one hell of a process. And, and the reason I got that job is because again, since I was 11 years old, uh, writing in games journalism, like that, that is the experience that got me all the way to this very moment in time. Um, and yeah, I mean, ultimately it's like my, to, and this is long winded. This is very long winded. I'm sorry if this is terrible. It's all right, rambling. bro, please. Welcome to game uh, night. This is what we do. That's right, man. <laughs> it's okay. We don't ever stay on the rails. We are off the rails all the time, sir. <laughs> but the, the, the overarching piece of advice here though, and I'm sorry for going back and forth on everything here is like, man, just, Learn about game, the games industry wherever you can get it and get the experience wherever you can get it. Um, if, if you're a, a Twitch streamer, like, please, like, find ways how you can apply that to a career, right? Like, think about the ways that, like, Twitch streaming can benefit you and, and the knowledge that you can bring to a studio in a community management position on how to do better streaming. Like, if you, if you think a studio can do better with its streaming, like, presence on Twitch, 
like that's valuable, especially right now. A lot, you know, companies are trying to do it. And like I said earlier, a lot of them are not very authentic with it, right? It feels mm-hmm. very wooden and very stiff and, and it just doesn't seem relatable. But bring that experience to to a company. If you're a YouTuber making videos, like how can you bring your video experience in, into a game studio like Insomniac? You know, um, think about the ways that that your value, like your your hobbies and things that you like to do have a lot more value than you think. Um, and they can be applied in really creative ways. Like get creative and, and find a way to build up your resume, you know, uh, to say like, hey, I have the experience. But here, here's my experience and here's how I can benefit you. Like on my resume, I have um, not, not just formal, you know, schooling, not just, hey, I worked at an agency, but here are things that I've, that I've done for, for my own hobbies. And, and here's example of those hobbies. Photography. I love photography. Like uh, it's one of my favorite things in the world. Let's not do. go off rails there. Cause uh, yeah, <laughs> actually, I actually, I owned a business, a photography business for nice. years. Um, yeah. Pentax K1000 was the first ever camera I shot on. Nice. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I love that. And, and, and yeah. what was really cool is like uh, James Stevenson followed me on my Instagram and he would see all these photos that I would post and he would like all, like all my really cool like mm-hmm. DSLR mirrorless camera photos like he liked all those and and oh man I <laughs> what helped a lot was I was a big Ratchet and Clank fan you know did you guys know this I'm a big Ratchet and Clank <laughs> yeah mm, right. I don't think it's come I, up uh, so far I don't know. I don't know. that seems like a weird topic I'm I'm right. Right. Based, on, <laughs> based on the decor I don't know <laughs> yeah it's oh, who put that there I don't know. <laughs> right <laughs> um, you sure that's no, not green uh, screen <laughs> <laughs> oh crap NVIDIA broadcast is, is, is fumbling now huh um, right no, I, I, I would always take photos of the Ratchet and Clank stuff. And, and, and that was not like intentional. It was just because I love Ratchet and Clank. So I would always take photos of Ratchet and Clank, you know, my collection, my action figures, whatever. I'd upload those to my Instagram. And James Stevenson, of course, being the community director of Insomniac, would like those. But I also got to like accidentally show him my skills, you know, mm-hmm. in that weird way of like, hey, I can, yeah, take, yeah. I can take photos of your stuff. Like, so, I like, like your stuff, but also it looks really good. I make it look good. That's yeah. why, you know, like that's exactly <laughs> what it was. And so, um, that helped a lot, you know, he, him having visibility on that. And, and, you know, like I said, using your hobbies and, and finding ways to get visibility on that stuff. Um, but in a really authentic way, and that's always the hard part, right? So how can you get authentically there? And that, you know, a James Stevenson is, isn't always going to follow you. Right. But how can you actually nope. put that in the front? And sometimes it's like just getting, you know, like virtual photographers are, are a big deal right now, you know, for mm-hmm. our community. Like they, they just share this stuff because they love virtual photography and we, it gets to us and we see it all the time, you know? So it's like, there, there's ways to to put yourself out there and 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 um, just my advice is again is to find value in the work that you already do and to find value in, in your skills already because they are valuable um, and, and and if you don't feel like you're in a spot where they are um, man I hate to say it but practice does make perfect yeah like you 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 do get there oh I practice yeah I was commenting that Jerry as I was going through actually upgrading our our website for the podcast and to hear where we are now versus um, where we were then, that's huge. Yeah. Isn't that also um, like one of the most satisfying things to do? Like go back to your old work and like go back to where you were. I, and I find, I, mean, I, I like it too. I, I always, I, I not only do I find it therapeutic, but I, I'm, I'm kind of a softy. So I just like, man, oh man, remember that? That yeah. was so, and we tried this. 
and we were working with this equipment. And, but, but you I, never I have those it. like cringe moments, right. like like oh, can no. I do it that oh, way? Oh, oh I did. So, I, oh, yeah. I completely I'm sure did. I, on me. I'm sure I went back. <laughs> I was like, I was wooden. I was stiff. I was like, because I'd never podcasted before. It was like this one thing. You started with the NPR voice, dude. I did. I did. You started with NPR camera. But like when you talk about James, right? Aaron, that's how I ended up following you well over a year ago is because you, James had posted something. I don't remember what it was and you had replied to it and I'd seen the reply and it was a really cool reply. I was like, Hey, let me go check this guy out. And then I saw kind of what all you were. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to give him a follow. And you know, and then sure enough, <laughs> I think it was like a couple weeks later, you're like, Hey, by the way, I just got the job in Insomniac. And it was like, and it was great to see the absolute joy <laughs> that was in your posts and in your reactions of you getting that job because you had posted that video of you saying, Hey, guess what guys, <laughs> here's where it started. <laughs> here's where I am. So, um, <laughs> it, it is great to see that. And, you know, I, I love when people have that dream and they can finally realize it, you know, and say, Hey, this, this thing that I've thought about since I was a kid I can do it. Mm. Yeah. And, and now it, you're living it, which it's amazing. And, 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 and I think what's really important is um, like, like I said, I, I, I genuinely, you guys might know my Twitter here is I genuinely uh, have imposter syndrome. Like this is, this is something that I suffer with all the time. And so um, I always sometimes just feel lucky. Like I got lucky. And that I got lucky being here. And, and I think back to it and it's a mixture of everything, right? Like it's a mixture of having the skills to have done all that stuff, but also just trade up dumb luck. Like the opportunity for, to work at BHI, if that never opened up for me, that was an internship. Like mm. I got a whole story about that. I don't want to share it with you, but I, I got really lucky <laughs> with that internship. Let's just say that I had already graduated and they weren't supposed to take graduates, but I maybe, oh, wow. maybe oh, lied nice. about my graduate status. <laughs> <laughs> And so, nice they, yeah, thing. so they, yeah. you know, they took me on, but like, that was, that was dumb luck that they took me on. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got the offer to go to deep silver, like Will Powers at, at the time, I'm not sure if you guys know who Will is, but he hit me up uh, through Twitter DMs. And I just, I don't know. I forgot how that even happened, but if I didn't get the deep silver role, I wouldn't be here. Like, um, but it's, you know, it's dominoes. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's one thing people have to account for too, is, um, sometimes man, like just because something either goes your way, doesn't go your way. Like, you know, just keep, keep at it. Uh, and, and, and it's the persistence. It's if, mm-hmm. if, the, if the road closes here, there's always the detour to take. And yes, it is stressful and it is annoying, but if you're willing to take that detour, people are going to notice. Yep. Um, and sometimes, sometimes like, you know, somebody just, decides, Hey, I want to build a tunnel that goes underneath underground and you get to have a fast track to wherever you are. And, and for me, the, the insomniac listing that went up, uh, you know, last year for this role, like that was that tunnel and I had the fast track and I, I, I took it. And again, it was absolute luck, but, um, I think because of the past experience and how I handled dumb luck, like how I handled unlucky, unfortunate things is also what brought mm-hmm. me here. Um, so, you know, it, it don't, don't, don't give up just because, you know, yep. it, it didn't go your way. Like get the experience where you can and, and, and find other ways to do the thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So as we close out the night, 
um, with this show. We do have one question that we ask everybody, all of our guests that have been on since the inception and it's kind of in the name of the podcast, but when you are able to have a game night with family and friends, what is your favorite game to play, regardless if it's a board game, card game, video game, whatever it is, what is your favorite game to play for game night? That's a very good question. And that's a very hard question because I'm a very lonely guy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, No, um, man, whenever I think of that, I always think about, it has to be, and it's going to be a mixture of things, but the the one game that comes to mind immediately right now is Rock Band. Nice. Um, There you go. It's such a fun game. It's it's accessible. It's approachable. Like people can just... uh, People can just jump on and sing if they want. If they can, they can play the drums. They can do guitar. It's it's a really really fun time. Um, and I love I love rock band. And especially if like you have a favorite song that's on there. Like my my karaoke song is Spaceman by the Killers. Okay, nice. I do <laughs> the hell out of that song. And whenever it goes on, it's the best time. It is just like I'm I play the drums specifically too. So the moment it gets to that like that drum solo, oh man, I'm on it. I'm having a good time. <laughs> Everyone's watching nice. me like, how the hell can you do that? How why didn't you become a drummer in a, you know, instead of being a game game person? It's like, oh, well, you know, I could have been. Um, but no, I, I love that game. But the other the other two games uh is uh it's called 84. Um, that is just oh wow cool split four player split screen on shipment we're having a good time you know <laughs> love it's it chaotic and then also and you guys might have seen me talk about this game a little bit recently uh, uh, um, uh, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed mm-hmm. um, I love the hell out of Sonic the Hedgehog I'm a, Sonic, I'm a big Sonic interesting fan. okay and that game is just pure joy for me it is the <laughs> I, I you might have different opinions here to me it is the best kart racer of all time like. You, you you can you, you can list Mario Kart or whatever to me Sonic Ooh. the Sonic racing games to me are better than any Mario Kart like that's just, that's where I stand that's from. cool plant your flag hey. baby hey, fair enough. Right. okay fair enough Sonic um Jerry that might be a game you need to pick up and uh, play to rebuild no. some of that ego after the nope the dojo incident no no, no, um, no. the dojo hey, no 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 racing we, no more racing. It, it, we we call this household the Mario Kart Dojo. This is where oh, it's, not, it's not dojo. a dojo. It's a scam. <laughs> it's a scam because that wife of his is a ringer. <laughs> no, that's why it's a dojo. You go to a dojo to challenge the master. Scam. <laughs> so, yeah, it is one of those things. So, um, Aaron, so where can, you know, for those that are just getting introduced to you, um, you know, that are, you know, some of our listeners that are just, you know, some of them are getting, you know, introduced to PlayStation because they're just now getting PlayStation the first time and stuff like that. Where can they find you on social media? Um, well, they can find me uh, uh, virtually anywhere. Uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, I said Facebook already, uh, whatever. They can find me anywhere at The Agent of Doom. Um, you guys know I'm a, do you guys know I'm a Ratchet and Clank fan? <laughs> did i mention that yet is it, that's what that name just, comes just from. a tad I, yes. <laughs> I mean i think you've mentioned it in passing <laughs> no the the, the agents no. of doom is uh yeah. where you can find me on anywhere and then if you know if you want to find insomniac specifically uh, you can find us at insomniac games uh uh twitter instagram and facebook mm-hmm. so yeah well aaron it has been an absolute pleasure and honor to have you on 
Yes, um, thank you so much. It's been so much did. fun. Thank and, you for uh, sharing all your knowledge, bro, and your stories, dude. Yep. Like, I'm so I'm so happy for you. I like you, your story. Just I'm just so happy for you. You got to live your dream. You, you but you made it happen, and yep. that's just so great, dude. And just enjoy the ride, bro. Yeah, and, and, so and awesome. I have been, and I and I have been, and and Good. also, you know, thanks, thanks to to you guys for letting me let me come on here. I I haven't done a podcast in years. Uh, this oh. is this is a really good good way to start that up again. I feel like I feel I feel <laughs> you better yeah. about podcasting now. Yeah. Well, you much like every guest we've had on, and including you know Mary a, a few weeks ago, you are welcome back anytime. Yeah, dude. Now, granted, I get to have you back on. We got to we got to get some things approved by you know. Um, but no, you have a standing invitation. Yeah, you bro. are welcome back anytime. Yeah, uh, hit me up if, if you ever talk about anything. You know, uh, there's a. Do you guys have any anything in particular you feel like I, I would be good to talk about? Like I'm always down. I'm always everything. Down. Just everything. <laughs> Just come on. <laughs> Just everything. Um, but. Yeah, too. We, uh, we, we want to hear about your experience watching Willow. <laughs> oh man! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That. Willow. Um, yeah. Willow, dude. But yeah, to uh, all our you know all those listeners that are listening to us the first time, um, you know, thank you for taking the time out to listen to us. Um, if you like what you heard, make sure to hit that subscribe button on the platform you are listening to us on, or head on over to crashinggamenight.com. Um, where, uh, incidentally, here once we uh, get this episode posted. Uh, Aaron will have a profile on the website to where all his links will actually be available. So if you want to go check out his Twitch channel, uh, Instagram, all that, all those links will be right on that, on that webpage profile for you guys. Um, but absolutely. Thank you to our listeners. Um, we wouldn't be here without you. Um, hopefully we, with all the, the stress going on um, in the world with everything now, um, hopefully this little bit of time, brought a little bit of laughter and distraction to your lives. So um, as always be excellent to each other and stay frosty. What's up everybody. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, Once again, uh, we always need support. Let's, let's support everybody. Let's support the black lives matter. Stop that Asian hate Uh, support your, your LGBTQ plus community. Um, Let's support our women. Uh, you know, it's still a little crazy out there. It's still feeling just not completely right. But uh, let's just, once again, guys, just give a little bit more compassion, have a little bit more patience. Um, that's also, to me, we, we all need to, to, to practice to be better. So let's just try and be better and, and uh, lend a helping hand when we can. And uh, thank you guys for, uh, for joining. Thanks, nerds. I'll take Jason's line. Oh. Be kind, rewind, and my man Theo. <laughs> just love saying it that way. <laughs> my man. It's my the man. last time I get to do it, okay? <laughs> For now. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I guess so. But uh, Aaron, again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you so uh, much, dude. Not, not yeah. to speak over jerry but i appreciate you supporting the beanie community as well just putting that That's out right. there you know, thank you I, you know what i'm so sorry for not not mentioning that my fellow where thank you so much i mean I'm not both, alone. Of, We're both not of you alone. being in like 
warmer climates or areas than us and everything. Still wearing beanies, but stop. We I got you. Stop. Committed. Yeah. We're committed, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, and to those that are listening and want to catch us on Twitch, just a friendly reminder, even after we get this posted, uh, we are moving to Tuesdays for a while. So make sure you change your calendars. We are on Tuesdays, still the same time, 9 p.m. Eastern. But thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Till next time, TTFN, ta-ta for now. Good night, everybody.